Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Radio Friaz. Peace and love, baby, and flowers and all that. Let me tell you something very beautiful that happened. Uh, that's a nice way to start it off. It that, is a nice way yeah, to start it word, off. That's a word that's very popular now, you know. Nice and beautiful, you mean? Yeah, I'm, I'm, surpri- I'm surprised that radio stations don't talk about, like, beautiful weather reports, you know, out-of-sight traffic jams, just to get people, you know, really into the mood of what's happening. Right, really, right? I mean, the word love. The word love has been given such an okay stamp of approval that I'm really surprised that people like the various meat markets, you know, don't start using, you know, our love top sirloin special of the week. The only know? thing you couldn't use it for would be the news. Because mm. mm. if you only broadcast the good news, of course, that there would uh, no, not be any news broadcast. It's something we were thinking of getting into. I know that I find, and maybe it's true amongst you also, is that when the news comes on a radio station, you no longer listen to it the way you used to, in which you were really believing it was a set of facts that were laid down, a set of coordinates that would help you get along during the next 15 minutes. They used to come every five minutes, right? Next news in five minutes. And they were all five minutes long. Of course, with the making of headlines, you realize, of course, that there is a great number of... 16 pe- traffic deaths reported in Anaheim. Right, exactly. Reported. They didn't happen. Later, They're just right. reported. Right? Five Call minutes up. later, what happens? What? 14 traffic deaths reported in Anaheim. Yeah, right. The Two. report of accidents in Anaheim were somewhat exaggerated on our earlier newscasts. <laughs> uh, there was a uh, small accident between a truck and a trolley car at the corner of 3rd and Wentworth Avenues. Uh, unfortunately, nobody was hurt. Right. <laughs> well, you know, what's happening, of course, is that any of you that have worked in a newspaper or are hip to the newspaper scam or the news program scam on radios realize by now that there are a lot of people in this country whose job it is to make news. Okay, you've heard of made news. But up until very recently, a lot of you listened to the news and read the newspaper with a certain amount of credulity, you know? You said, yeah, that's very important, until suddenly you started reading things like action today in the demilitarized zone. Wait a minute, baby. Wait a minute. And then you get something like, um, MIG, MIG planes were reported to have downed nine American fighters. The Pentagon refuses to comment, right? And you figure out, like, well, what's happening? And then you get pictures from North Vietnam of all these American flyers that they've got captive, you know? And they all look like they came out of the wrong end of David Copperfield. It's really <laughs> weird, man, what's happened to them. But, anyway, on the subject of newspapers and making of news, one of the most recent phenomena of our time is the underground press syndicate. While we were at a, a peace rally rock concert last night, there was a, a small selection of newsprint that was passed out to us called the Free City News, which is, as you can see, a large collection of rather nicely put together pieces of paper. And one of them I'd like to read a section to you, too because many of us fall into the very easy trap of thinking that anything that's long hair or hip or something like it has got to be fundamentally okay. This is called the Underground Press Syndicate is a self-indulgent bore and rigged up bull-something fraud. All right? I can't read it. Whereas Time, Newsweek, Saturday Evening Post, Life, Playboy, all the old bald-headed journals of nothingness have built up the UPS as formally representing the peoples of the new culture. This is the same old American flag con routine. There are 30-odd newspapers in the syndicate. Very few have ever been seen, much less read, by the very people who they are supposed to be representing. None of these papers actually reflect the problems of those involved in the day-to-day hassles of living in those cities from which these these papers are published. They are all operating out on an abstract policy, not from any concrete need, which which the position taken by its readership has imposed upon them. 
The newspapers of the underground exist in an invisible fatherland, aloft in a heaven of international popularity and long hair prosperity. I'm glad you could come down here and give us that stimulating uh, statement, sir. Now, uh, what do you really mean by plastic? Well, the way we look at it at the uh, East Pacoima Long Hair is that we are trying to present to a public ranging from the age of three to six the important news developments of the day, socio-economic and speedy. And what we hope to do is to put in enough naked women and people enjoying the art of, well, I hate to say it over the radio, but you can find it all over our newspaper, an example of what life could be, ecstatically lived, if everyone only had the quarter to buy our newspaper. I know, but it's not really like that. It's not a put-down of the UPS by any means, because they're trying to do something very constructive, as are all newspapers, baby. Everybody that has to make news is pretty much in the same bag. What are you going to do? Every day you've got to find something that's interesting, something that's creative, something that can get people up and ready to go. And after a while, you get back into the same old hassle. Hmm? And after all, nobody loses all the time. Right. I had an uncle named Saul who was a born failure, and nearly everybody said he should have gone into vaudeville, perhaps, because my uncle Saul could sing McCann he was a diver on Christmas Eve like hell itself, which may or may not account for the fact that my uncle, Saul, indulged in that possibly most inexcusable of all, to use a highfalutin phrase, luxuries, that is, or to wit, farming. And be it needlessly added, my uncle Saul's farm failed. Because the chickens ate the vegetables. So my Uncle Saul had a chicken farm until the skunks ate the chickens. When my Uncle Saul had a skunk farm, but the skunks caught cold and died. And so my Uncle Saul imitated the skunks in a subtle manner. Or by drowning himself in the water tank. But somebody who'd given my Uncle Saul a Victor Victrola and records while he lived presented to him upon the auspicious occasion of his decease a scrumptious, not to mention splendiferous funeral with tall boys in black gloves and flowers and everything. And I remember we all cried like the Missouri when my Uncle Saul's coffin lurched because somebody pressed a button and down went my Uncle Saul and started a worm farm. <laughs> Show me 